Welcome to Men on Mission, a podcast brought to you by Men of the Kingdom. Our goal is to help encourage and equip men to live on mission for Christ 24-7. It's far too easy in our culture to sit back and to complain about the state of our world. But we believe that God calls the church to rise up and to take action, especially the men. With that, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Men on Mission. All right, well, uh, this week we want to talk about what it looks like to be on mission. The whole podcast is called Men on Mission. And so I think it's just relevant for us to, before we get into all the stories and you know, start inviting people on to the podcast, to provide a clear definition. What does it mean to be on mission? I think a lot of guys will hear that phrase, or even in Christian circles, we hear that phrase, and oftentimes we don't know. Uh, well, what does it even mean to be on yeah, mission? So true. So, Dino, why don't you just start us off and provide some context to that? Well, some of the context is, well, Men on Mission is a part of the Men of the Kingdom ministry. Right. And Men of the Kingdom talks about what does a man look like and how does he take his his place in the kingdom? Yeah. And if there's a kingdom, it presupposes there a king. It, there is a king. So living on mission is practicing the kingship of Jesus mm-hmm. in every area of your life of every waking minute. Yeah. So what sure. does that look like? Um, you know, that looks like I'm going to pursue Jesus' agenda and his kingdom uh, in my family life, mm-hmm. in my work environment, um, on the pickleball court, yeah. you know, in my friends, in my neighborhood, where uh, I am going to identify what it, where is the kingdom advancing yeah. and how can I be a part of that in my conversations, in my actions, in just the way I love and lead others. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so what I'm hearing you say is really if, if Jesus is the king and I'm a man of the kingdom, then that means that I'm going to bring all of my affections, all my desires, all my passions, all my plans, all my talents, like, all my talents, my time. I'm going to bring all of that and surrender it to the king of kings, to the Lord of lords, and I'm going to live my life in such a way that I can then share his kingship with the world around me. Is that kind of what I'm hearing you say? Yes, you say it better than I do, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm no, that, that, providing different. That's, that's well said. Yeah, I, I I love that clarity. I think uh, it, it just creates this context in which every second of that we live is Jesus's and it's His, and so if that's true, then we are called to be on mission in every single moment uh, that passes at, yeah. as a disciple of Jesus. Yeah, and the Bible says it's not I who live; it's Jesus who lives within me. Yeah. Now, how do we evidence that? You know, so often in life, um, you know, it's easy to say. Uh, well, I I agree with Jesus' agenda, and it fits where I'm when I'm at church or right. when I'm in a Bible study, and then I'm an ally of Jesus because you know His kingdom and my desires and my circumstances, you know, they're one at this point. Yeah, but, but maybe when I'm at work, you know, it might not look that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but being allied with Jesus is different than. Being submitted or surrendered. Uh, yeah, to. being submitted, surrendered, or um, I'm going to align all of my life yeah, to his sure. agenda. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think when we have all of our life submitted to the kingship of Jesus, which is hard to do and we fail at it, obviously, because we're human. Yeah, broken uh, vessels. Right, but but that's the goal. That's the ultimate objective. And, and it's a broad goal, and, and it can feel really hard to grasp or it can feel intangible at times, I think, because mm-hmm. it's such a big, all-encompassing goal. But I think it's important to recognize that as our starting point, that's the reality. That's the call of the Christian. That's the call of the man of God is to submit every aspect of their life to the king. 
and then there are more specific ways that we can flesh that out. There are there is a direction that we get to run um, this race with, and so I think a great starting place for that is the Great Commission. And Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, he said, Go therefore and make all disciples of all nations, teaching and baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right? And so I think that can provide some direction for us. Okay, well, how do I live on mission? By fulfilling the Great Commission, by intentionally right. seeking to fulfill the Great Commission, which Jesus gave us mm-hmm. before he left. Uh, and, and so let, let's talk about that for a moment. What does it look like to make disciples? I think as you know, the upcoming podcasts come um, out and as we hear different stories, my, my guess is, is that we're going to hear lots of stories. Of what does it look like to make a disciple and to fulfill the Great Commission? Yeah, I, you know, my hope is for these podcasts that we'll get lots of different examples of men fulfilling that Great Commission while they're at work. Yeah, for sure. Maybe in their friendships from high school and college that they're almost going back into and yeah. living a life on mission after they've been woken up yeah. to the kingship of Jesus. Because there's this there's this thought or there's a there's evidence in the in within Christendom of kind of this division between the sacred and the secular. Yeah. But the thing within at Men of the Kingdom is every moment is sacred. Yeah. So you can make disciples with your buddies from college yeah. who maybe they knew you as a pre-Christian. Yeah, for sure. And maybe you're on fire now. Or you'll see, I hope we're going to see evidence of people living that out at work and creating yeah. disciples even in the workplace yeah. or within their family. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that uh, that's something that will totally uh, happen throughout the up- upcoming podcast. And I'm excited to see just mm-hmm. tangible pictures of what it looks like for men living on mission. Um, when you and I originally got connected, and one of the reasons I just felt so like drawn to you, and I was like, I, I got to follow this guy, because you had a clear vision for living on mission and you living on mission wasn't just making a disciple. It was making disciples who made disciples, right? Like that's Jesus' goal. And that's kind of what he commissions to do is to make disciples who go and make more. And even the reason you started Men of the Kingdom, right? It's because you want to train and equip men who will go and then teach others to do the same. And so there's like this multi-generational aspect that you hope to see uh, Mm -hmm. like just fleshed out and, and lived and um, come come to life through your your ability to live on mission, your willingness to do so. And I, I think that's also just worth stating as we talk about what does it mean to be on mission? Um, the, the mission, if, if it is to make disciples, it's not just to make a disciple. It's not just to make one disciple. It's not just to pour into somebody. Um, but the intent is that that person that you pour into would then do the same, right? That it would be this replicative thing that is, that explodes. Yeah, right just now. You just did it. Right now, I'm trying to think of two, three, and four generational impact. Yeah. Um, you know, the psalmist talks about we will cause multiple generations to praise his name. Yeah. And it, the, at Men of the Kingdom and Men on Mission, what we're trying to do is call out leaders yeah. that will then go get other leaders to make disciples. Right. So what you have is if you can get one individual yeah. and, and have them living a, a life that is practicing the kingship of Jesus— yeah. That has such a multiplication element to it, yeah, for sure. where the kingdom continues to p- expand geometrically, yeah. not just algebraically. Yeah, for sure. And that's where you have a chance to change our culture. And that's my great hope. I'm living every every moment that how what can we do to lift lift up this great yeah. cup of salvation that we have? Hundred percent. You know, it's a group of men that are that are coming alongside and just like 
you know, toasting King Jesus yeah. and just celebrating and that advancing kingdom, that victory. Yeah. You know, think of a scene from Lord of the Rings, a post-battle. 100%. Yeah. Where you've got a group, a group of people coming together and say, yeah, we made an impact. Yeah, for sure. And that's what Men of the Kingdom is. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I love the vision and I love the mission of it. I I think um, a verse that comes to mind is Acts 1.8. And there's this really interesting like question that almost arises as you read Acts 1.8, right? Because you read it and it says, go therefore and make disciples, or, or therefore you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will become my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Like that's what the text says. And like the question as you read it, it almost comes to mind is, well, why does Jesus empower his disciples? It's by that following statement, right? Because you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And so the reason God's empowered us is because he wants to send us. It's because he wants to commission us. It's because he wants us to go and to live on mission. There's that therefore. Yeah, there's, it's the therefore part. Yeah, and if you look throughout scripture, therefore is everywhere. Yeah. You, you will have a core idea and then Paul or the text will say, therefore, now walk in the spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, therefore go make disciples. Mm -hmm. And what's, what's really important about that verse in 1A and what I want men to really feel mm -hmm. is you will receive power. Mm -hmm. uh, when you, you're imbued with, when you have the Holy Spirit, you have resurrection power within you. So you are something that the world needs right now. You are a kingdom activating agent. You, yeah. That, you, that you're, you're a spiritual exist, 007 and it didn't out there. exist before the resurrection. Like there, like it was something the Christian and somebody who was embodied or who ha, was empowered by the Holy Spirit didn't exist before that. It never existed. I mean, when you are walking with the Holy Spirit, uh, you you're a serious individual to deal with. You know, we talk about meekness is strength under control. Well, the strength comes not from me or, or from the talents I've been given. It's the Holy Spirit in, in activating those talents within me yeah. so that I can go beyond anything, you know, that I could ever dream of. You know, uh, you know it, what's Ephesians? Well, well, I mean, Jesus was meek on the cross, not because he didn't have power, but because he had power and it was under control. He chose to die and submit himself to death so that God might be glorified, so that we might be saved. And he had that power, but he knew what to do with it. And he knew how to respond in that right. moment. He said, I need to be the sacrifice for the world right now. And he was willing to submit his power and authority over death in that moment. To uh, he's, the hero, he's the hero we need yeah. so he could take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quoting back. I, I know, I hear you quoting back. Quoting back. <laughs> he's, like, but, <laughs> he's the hero that we need. Yeah. And right now, a man on mission is the hero our culture needs. You know, yeah. the we need people that will go out there and protect the least and the lost, mm -hmm. that will project a kingdom vision. So there is there is hope. You can you can we should be crackling with hope and joy. Mm -hmm. The world should be saying, "Hey, we need more of that." Yeah, amen. Hundred percent. We need more of that in our culture because that's what we're looking for. We want bold colors, not pale pastels, mm -hmm. in men. Yeah. Bold colors that step forward and live out the kingdom of Jesus wherever they go. Because mm -hmm. that's generational impact right there. That's the whole book of Acts. Yeah. You know, you take a look at Paul in Acts 17. He was stirring everybody up. And why? Because he said, I'm practicing another, another king, yeah. comma, Jesus. He yeah. wasn't a pilot. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the Sanhedrin. Yeah. No, he was practicing the kingship of Jesus 
and he made a difference. Yeah, amen. So, I mean, men, as you're listening to this, just know that if you have submitted your life to the kingship of Jesus, then you are called to be on mission every single place that you go, every second of the day. And uh, that part of that, uh, one of the ways that manifests itself as living on mission by fulfilling the Great Commission and making disciples who are going to go make more disciples and know that as you go and as you do that, you are empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, that that dwells inside of you and that the world cannot stop you because it cannot stop him. And he who is with you will never leave you or forsake you. Yeah, he said, behold, I'm making all things new, even in your life. So as you listen to these podcasts, I hope you're inspired by the men that we interview. I know I expect to be. I can't wait to hear the stories of an advancing kingdom in all the different areas of their life. And you'll get examples of men living on mission in their families, in their neighborhoods, at work, uh, that will inspire you to do the same. So live boldly. Yeah. Live out that kingdom. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Men on Mission. Yeah, and I love being on mission with you, Johnny. Yeah, likewise, you know. Amen.